With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay. You know, today is Friday, a little after 8 a.m. It's me and Matt. We are uh, doing qualifying. Man, this is session five. We are cranking it along because this is not week five. This is session five because... <laughs> and we ain't messing around here. So um, we are going to um, complete um, the top 20 differences between men and women. And uh, I'm excited about that because after this, you'll be able to, like, translate what they're saying, what men are saying into um, a language you could understand and relate to. Mm-hmm. And you'll understand how they express success so much differently. And you'll also see how you um, express, um, you know, safety and security needs um, at the same time. And, mm-hmm. and that's one of the challenges is that, you know, men and women, they don't know that uh, each other is talking about things from a different context, a different perspective. And so by the time you finish this and have your, your you know, your write-up, then you will be able to say, oh, man, I, I you know, and you catch yourself in the middle of it. It's, it's amazing listening to somebody else who's, talking the same language, but not talking the same language at all. Like, we're both mm-hmm. talking English, but we ain't talking the same language, you know. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, a, it'll be amazing and in, in a, in a refreshing, enjoyable experience because you'll be able to see through men, and um, they won't know it, but they'll be happy if, if, if they're mature, and if they're not, they'll be, like, wondering, and maybe they should run away because um, you're going to figure that out before they want you to, <laughs> which is a good thing, so... Um, before you get started, anything you want to say about, you know, between uh, Monday and, uh, and today, like what's come up for you based on what we covered? Um, just that it's, um, I, I, I do continue to feel that this, uh, or experience that this work is similar to wisdom in that it's like working in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I yeah. just... Uh, um, catch myself in, you know, conversations or even the way I'm thinking about things or, uh, and it just, um, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's, uh, uh, which is, which is kind of neat, you know, very different than like a check, you know, like, I don't know, go do these three things this week or, you know, the seven steps to a date or something, you know, which to me Mm -hmm. would be more, um, uh, you could argue perhaps more structured, but it'd also be like you wouldn't. It also very narrow, you know, yeah. versus kind of hearing it this way, and it just you know, like I said, just it's just like working in the background, you know, and uh, uh, so it's cool. I'm really I'm I'm really in, impressed with not only what I'm being taught, but but how it's you know kind of how it's manifesting itself. So very cool. Very cool. Ooh, I like the sound of that. So what I'm going to say about that is um, my commitment is to shift context. You know, I've read, you know, where it says, you know, the context is decisive. 
you know, but um, um, and I, you know, when we talk about, you know, at Landmark, we talk about integrity, you know, and integrity is uh, honoring your word and keeping it in the power and context. And it's like, without the power and context, you can't even keep your word. You can't even honor your word, even if you're keeping it, because all you're doing is trying to, you know, obli- obligating yourself to try not to uh, break promises. You know what I mean? So it's not mm-hmm. the same thing. But even still, like my, as much as I possibly can, I'll just say my methodology. So you know, you. I don't know, it just seems like it's an appropriate thing to say right now is this. Um, you know, I remember reading, a, did you ever read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Yes. So do you remember the story that he told about being on the subway and this guy came in with all the kids on the subway car? Yes. And you remember he was annoyed until the guy said, you know, I, man, I, I, you know, I didn't realize it because my wife just died an hour ago. Yes. And he couldn't even get mad at me. Like nothing, he couldn't possibly think the way he used to think anymore. Yes. Yeah. That's what I try to do with my programs is try to give people information and try to deliver it in a way that they can't think the way they used to after talking with me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping is happening. That's really what you just described. You just didn't say it the same way, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. So, oh, very cool. Yeah, that was an incredibly powerful story. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, I... Yeah, I know it's not, and I read that book in the 80s, and I did not reread it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's really saying something, so. Wow. Um, yeah, I never did uh, um, finish that, so. Dang, I think he wants to restart. I'm going to pause for it. I know you got updates, but you might have to update them later, my brother. All right, so uh, here we go. So we, I'll just give you a quick review of the uh, first 11 that we did go through. Okay. You see so you can remember, um, we talked about uh, women uh, need safety and security. Men need to feel and be successful. Yeah. Um, women are emotional, connects to their emotions. Men are rational. We're like, we got to have reasons for making this happen. Here. We need to have evidence that it's going to happen, or we need to at least check it in. Women are multitaskers. You all see the whole room at the same time, even though you may not necessarily be able to focus on one thing in the room, or it's really hard to do that. Uh, we we can watch TV while there's a, a snake on the on the floor in front of the TV, and I know it's a snake. We, we just got that focus, you know. Um, yeah. Then uh, y'all y'all are communicators. Uh, men want to do. We will communicate after we finish doing. You know, that, that fact. That's one of the best things. Times when men want to talk is when they want to talk after they've done stuff. So like they won't talk while they're hunting because they don't want to scare the animals away. But when they come back, they'll talk about the whole scene because they'll be reenacting what they just got finished doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why it sounds like men are bragging. Well, what they're really doing is they're expressing their experience while they was in the middle of doing something when they could not talk about it in the first place. Make sense? What? Why is that, though? Like, I get this scared the animals, like, back in the day, but what is... What do scary well, animals look like now? Scary animals look like I better win this basketball game. Scary mm. animals are like I need to close this sale. Mm. You know, scary animals are like I need to win this court case. It's all about success. We can't be talking while we try to be successful. We can talk about it afterwards. Mm. In fact, we want to talk about it afterwards because now we can communicate it. But not while we're in the middle. Uh-uh. You can't take our eyes off the ball. That's so interesting because 
from a woman's perspective, or at least my perspective, I could see that, like, say, God, I'm just making this up, right, but, like, a two-week-long court case or something. It's like, wouldn't you, like, talking about it throughout could, like, help reflect on, you know, what's happening or get ideas from other people about what to do next or, you know, I'm just, like, thinking about, like, a dinner conversation, right? So you have a married couple and, like, a dinner conversation while the guy's, like, working a court case. Mm-hmm. So he yep. might say he might say minimal amounts about the court case. He'll he'll give uh, a husband will give you at least as much information as you need, but he won't be able to go full blast until it's over, one way or the other. Interesting. Yeah, he's just he's just too caught up in the moment of we don't have a we don't have an answer yet. We don't have a solution yet. We we don't know how this is going to turn out. So I don't want to talk about how it turned out. I want to talk about. All the things that made it turn out the way it turned out, because it hasn't turned out yet, we, we, we still ain't done yet, so, like, I need to kind of, like, focus on what I need to do to get done. Later on, yep. the conversation after the fact was kind of like a celebration, you know, a remembrance kind of like, but, but it's not, he's not talking to figure it out. He's thinking to figure it out. Okay. You know, so, so that's, that was uh, what's going on. And by the way, Another thing, too, is a guy will talk about stuff he's done. So if you go on a date and a guy is talking to you and it sounds like he's, like, going on and on and he's bragging, you know what he's really doing? Guess what he's really doing? Um, showing me he's successful. He's hoping he says something that you think is successful. It's not so much that he's showing you that he's mm. trying to be successful. He's trying to do that, but... Really, if he had the proper language, he would be like, I hope I say something that makes her excited and thinks I'm successful. Mm. He's, he's trying to, he's, he's doing an interview, he's doing a presentation, he's telling the boss, you know, the guy who could hire him, you know, all the things he could do to make sure that he's able to get the job and he deserves a job. Yeah. So, you know, women would be like, this guy talks to him. So, um, <laughs> he's just trying to get you. But he's not trying to like brag. It may sound like bragging, but no. What he's like is, I hope there's something I like that you like about me that makes you want to get me because I really like you. Okay. Okay. Good. So, um, and if you want to get him to stop, you either start asking a whole bunch of questions, or you could say, you know, what that reminds me of, and then you know, switch this conversation a little bit, but do it indirectly, uh, but in a way that has him participate in the shift. You know what I mean? If he's just going on too much. You could you could shift the conversation. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, or I mean, can we also just say like I'm just thinking about you know when guys have done that and it's just you know if I'm just like wow that's so impressive or congratulations yeah. or something you know what I mean like a yeah. that works without too. realizing it, perhaps you know I was giving them an indicator that like yeah I do interpret that as successful. Right, right, and then he's over there thinking okay I can, I, I can stop right here for now or something. Oh, she likes that. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, she likes that. I can relax. Actually, you'd be thinking. Okay, so she likes me a little bit. At least she likes me a little bit. Okay, great. Oh, what about you? Now that I know you like me, something about me. But what about you? You know, that's, he'll go there a lot of the time. So, um, and this is important for you for tomorrow. So, all right. Anyhow, um, women are problem oriented because you want to make sure there's no problems. So you're looking at all the problems. And guys are solution oriented. Like, there's a problem. I can fix that. <laughs> no mm-hmm. problem. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's that. And then uh, uh, y'all shoppers, they call it gatherers and hunters, but y'all are shoppers and 
we're hunters. We still hunt. <laughs> we we don't even we can't even call it hunt. Uh, you know what? I don't even know what the term would be if we replace if I replace hunting with something else because we're still hunting. You know, except for dating and relationships. Then we shop and y'all hunt. But other than that, you know, y'all y'all shopping and having a good old time and all that stuff. Um, y'all are indirect. Don't even know you're indirect. You think you're being direct. I'm fine. It really means I'm not fine. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm gonna like come on now. <laughs> you're supposed to know that I'm you know not fine. I don't want to tell them. Then then you know whatever the, whatever the commitment that you don't want to commit to is what you be committing to. It's funny. I ought to send you this thing, um, this video called um, the, uh, the the manslater. And uh, it's a translator. It's a, it's a fake commercial kind of um, infomercial kind of style where um, it talks about the type of things that women say that they're not really true. So you have to have this manslayer so you can translate into female female language and the male language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, I'm fine. And then it uses different word, different voices. So in the commercial, it uses uh, Yoda's voice. Me, not fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll send you the link. That's hilarious. It's one of my favorite videos ever. All right. So anyhow, um, women are indirect. Men are definitely direct. We don't even know how direct we are. We're just talking. Mm. Women are givers. You know, y'all give because you want to make sure that, you know, you're still safe and secure and you have relationships and all of that stuff. Uh, you know, whenever it's not like just purely about love because you're not doing it for your children. You're doing it for, so your children are safe and secure and you're expressing your love. Um, but um, it's more about, like, um, protecting yourself by giving men take uh, and how we get successful is the more successful we are at taking stuff, the more successful we feel. And then we give it to whoever we want to give it to. So uh, that's that. And uh, y'all are enchantresses. Y'all have the magic of emotions and emotional uh, uh, maneuvers, maneuverings. Uh, and we are, we uh, protect y'all and y'all fall in love with that. And uh, that's the difference there. Then um, you know this one. This is one of the two I really don't like, which is y'all are undisciplined. I don't want to say that. You know, um, uh, I mean it's 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 fairly true. You know what I mean? Uh, but like we are never gonna get away from you know the Queen's Palace with our uh, with our uh, hood on. I mean with our big old hat and gun on um, until the end of the day. And we can do that for years, even though most of us can't, but some of us can. You know, we we're disciplined in ways that women are not. And, uh, you know, that's our job to be disciplined for you. And we, we love that, actually. As long as you don't make us wrong um, for not being like you, we will stand up for you when you can't stand up for yourself for the rest of our lives happily. It's like giving an apple to the teacher. It really is. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Then um, y'all cheer. Yay! And we promote. Yo, man, that was good. Let me say, Let me introduce you to home, dude. So we're like, you know, making sure that, that everybody could be successful with what we just saw from that guy who was successful. There's a lot of sports agents who are men, very few are women. And I think part of it is because just women are not thinking about it that way. They just don't look at it like that. Not like they're not capable of because you're also capable of creating relationships. It's insane. But now what are you going to do with those relationships? That's a whole other story, you know. So I just wanted to catch you up to where we are. Um, what we're going to now talk about is um, – uh, we're going to talk about, um, uh, oh, lazy, 
versus relentless. I hate this one. I hate saying the word. I don't really hate what it shares and what you can get out of it, but I hate saying the word. So y'all women, y'all have a tendency to be lazy. Men, especially when in the area of work and act activities, um, men are relentless. Now, when women are in man mode, because there's no man around and they got to get stuff done, y'all are as relentless as we are. But when y'all are not in man mode, y'all can be lazy. Now, here's how I know. It's funny. Yeah, here's how I know that women can be lazy. All I have to do is say this one thing, and they'd be like, oh, oh, and that proves the laziness right there. So um, <laughs> here's the thing that I would say to a woman, which is um, I want you to participate in this program with the same level of commitment that you will want a man to commit to you. And I almost never hear a woman not lose a breath when I say that. <laughs> you still with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll work hard, but he's supposed to work harder. And it's not even a conscious decision. It's just like, well, I only want to do what I want to do. And I believe part of it is around your energy levels, you know, and how you feel. It's almost like y'all have, like, you know, you have containers of energy. And some of them go down while some of them up, and so you're not necessarily always balanced. And so, uh, but y'all are not designed to be that way, you know. And so, like, that's why it's, you know, I shared uh, in the last session about how um, who's in charge of what and when is that men are in charge because whenever y'all don't feel like being in charge anymore, we still need to be in charge. This is one of those areas where that happens. You know, um, I was going to rewrite this piece because uh, I kept, like, saying, how do I say this without saying the word lazy. I don't want to say that women are lazy. I don't want to say that, but I, I, I did muscle testing. I did, you know, prayer. I did all kind of stuff. I even researched the words up. I tried to see if there's something else to say. I'm like, no, I hate to say it, but there's just some times. And, and y'all would never say it. <laughs> you wouldn't think even about yourself. But when it comes to, like, committing to doing something, you know, if you don't feel like doing it, it ain't getting done. It just, it just not, you know, and uh, until you feel like doing it again. And um, so, so at the same time, men are relentless, particularly around goals. You know, men will just keep going, 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 until they achieve it and not nothing less. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm I'm doing a lot of talking around this particular thing here. Uh, what are you hearing here? What's coming to mind? Um, I am. Um... You know, the the example of you know commit to the program the way you'd want a man you know to commit to you I I, I just say that when that takes a woman's breath away I don't like my interpretation of that because it because it did with me too but it was like it was like a how cool oh that's awesome like you know. We really want you to bring it, you know, but Tony, are you there? Hello? Yeah, sorry about that. I actually like hit a button by accident and put you on hold. Sorry about that. Um I was so gonna say I was getting a call from you at the same time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. I was like looking at these text messages all of a sudden, and I, I thought I, I did, I just did something I didn't know I could do, which is if I just swipe on my phone to the right, it automatically dialed. I never knew that before about about, about, <laughs> about Android phones. Oh wow! So yeah. um, so yeah. So anyhow, what was you uh, what was you saying? Yeah, so my interpretation, you know, so like when it took my breath away too to say commit to the program the way you want a man to commit to, it was like, great. To me, that was all about the seriousness of the program, you know, and mm-hmm. that was about, I, I didn't, like how you interpret that as an example of women being lazy, I, I, I actually, to me, it's very different. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, and I'm like thinking about these different women in my life where, you know, there's times the guy just self, you know. So anyway, I, I'm I, I don't so I don't agree, <laughs> right? Okay, I, okay. I I I kind of don't I don't agree with the um, lazy part. It's just not yeah, it's just not kind of sitting over here. But um, um, yeah. So so I um I'm trying to understand what you're saying to to offer a a different word, and maybe it's. Maybe it's just in you know specific context or something you know, but um, yeah, it is in a specific context, and it's about producing results. You know, um, it's it's like so women have the capacity to turn themselves into men mentally and emotionally for periods of time. Not every single minute of every single day, but especially when a woman is not in a relationship. You know, she's a hustler. She's going to be in mad mode. She's going to be as relentless as a man. But when she gets to be girly again, relentless goes away because you're so busy having fun, making things beautiful, getting related, feeling, feeling, you know, cute and girly again that, um, you know, you're, you'll never let up on us, but you would not have a problem letting up on you um, a lot of the time and not like always, not like a lifestyle. It's like, in relationship to how men are relentless in pursuing whatever it is they're pursuing, you know, women will do it and then they won't, and they will and then they won't. Now, you are an exception. You are like, you know, a, a hustler, but I'm, I'd be interested in seeing how you operate when you, um, uh, you know, are married, happily married with a guy that you can't stop holding his hand 20 years from now. And, um, you know, and I think for you in particular, uh, one, you're just a uh, you know a hardworking, edgy kind of sister. Anyhow, you know, not edgy in your in your um, mannerisms and in your communication and in your treatment with people, but you're edgy with yourself about the things that are important with you. You know, like you like you go to the edge. You ain't got no problem with that. <clears throat> um, you'll take chances, and your level of commitment is so high that it probably even seems almost um, um, almost impossible for you to like not do what you say you're gonna do. But, you know, I think when you like – your integrity is going to keep you doing what you say you're going to do. But, you know, there will be times you'll be glad that he's around to do stuff for you. <laughs> it's been oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So in the sense between, you know, a man's ability to be relentless around something versus a woman's ability to be relentless, he's going to be more relentless over time, even though he may not look like that to the woman because she's thinking – this motherfucker over here, excuse my friends, is watching TV. He's watching sports. He ain't doing nothing. The house is a mess. Yeah, because the house is calling you. The house ain't calling him. He's sitting over there watching sports. You know what I mean? But as soon if there was a fire, he'd be the he'd be the main guy on the job. You know, sort of like okay. the lion. 
sort of like a lion's in the lion's den. You see, you know, female lions go out and they take care of the cubs and they bring home the food. But if anything happens, a man is on the job. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? So it's kind of like it, it, it's kind of like that. But you know, I, I can imagine somebody that, that's a, a, a hustler, somebody that's got the capacity to be a CEO of a company. You know, lazy is probably not a part of your life. But for most women, yeah, they don't have a problem being lazy. They will never admit it. They will argue with me even if I'm having this conversation with them. And then they'll go back to being lazy later. I don't feel like doing that. I ain't doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But men don't have the don't have the permission to um, not do the things that are necessary for them. That are necessary for everybody to do. So it's a, you know, it's more about your emotions and your um, energy levels than it is about like being entitled or being a jerk like that. Even though there are plenty okay. of women that feel entitled and being a jerk. So, um, yeah. you know, that communicates. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. And, and I again, I, I say this again, but I, I really don't like that one. But um, and I've seen it, <laughs> and I've seen women lose their breath when I said that thing. Like, damn, because what happens is they realize, wow, I really expect men to work harder than I do. Is what they end up getting from saying. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So okay. You didn't, you, you didn't you didn't get that, but they did. That's what they're like. Wow, I never thought of it like that. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, and and I, I you know I'm glad I got this on the recording that you did not you saw it as an inspiration, but um. You know, it didn't occur to you as if, well, gee, they work harder than I do. So, you know, it, 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 it didn't occur to you, but it occurs to almost everybody else. Yeah. So, and, and I'm still looking at how do I say it's different than lazy? <laughs> like, I don't like that word. I don't even want to say it because I don't. But anyhow, so that's that. Um, And, you know, there's no disrespect meant around it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, great. Next, uh, number 13. We're on number 13. Women are hesitant, men are candid. So women, for the most part, um, are hedging their bets. They don't want to admit or commit to something unless they're clear. They won't get in trouble, lose someone's faith in them, lose their approval or whatever, believe they're feeling unsafe or insecure. They will wait to see how others feel, think, and do while doing their best to pull out of them what they need to feel safe uh, without looking like they're scared to speak their mind. like, you know, I'll give you an example for you. Um, you know, when you uh, decided, you know, on the first break to, to, to go leave, leave me, you left me because you thought I might have wanted to do that to you, so you did it first. <laughs> That's that hesitancy. That's what it could look like, you know what I mean? And what was the word women or what? Hesitant. Hesitant, okay. Yeah, as in hesitant to commit. Okay, and men are? Candid. Candid, okay. Yeah, as a matter of fact, men are so candid that it annoys the hell out of women sometimes. And when men be straight and women can't handle it, they start having, you know, getting emotional about it. And if she gets emotional too many times, what he gets is she can't handle the truth. So now he's got to start lying or shut up. Because mm-hmm. if he says anything, he's going to get beat up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so men, on the other hand, feel they're mostly in control anyway, so they don't have any reason to hedge their speaking unless they're under the influence of the golden rule number two, the one with the gold rules. <laughs> so, so I have three golden rules. The one, uh, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Mm-hmm. The one with the gold rules. 
and then um, the um, uh, do unto others as they want to be done unto. Mm. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah. So this is golden rule number two. The one with the gold rules. <laughs> Other than that, men candidly speak their mind and deal with the consequences because they're, me, they're not concerned with safety and security. They're concerned with success and producing results. Mm. Most men don't even try sugarcoating what they say because it doesn't occur to them to do it. It's not part of their operating system. They mm. just talk. And, you know, so women experience that sometimes as bullying. You know, like, wow, you know, he's he's talking like, you know, I don't have a chance to say anything inside of that or whatever. So one huge benefit for women is that they learn how to listen to people to get them to say and do what they want done. In other words, while women are waiting for others to commit and admit to what's on their mind first, they get a chance to influence people if they're listening for this opportunity and end up with connecting the ideas and opportunities together to get things done. When a woman listens to her man say things, she has the opportunity to influence him by letting him know what she's committed to inside of his commitment and then bring those two things together uh, on whatever she's committed to. So... um, in other words, if you're like, mm, you know, I'm not going to say anything yet, it is not because you're, like, scared. You know, it's not. If a man was thinking the way you were thinking, it would look like he was scared. And, but, and you know, of course, you're coming from being safety and security. But if mm-hmm. you're doing that, it's part of your relationship-building skill set as well. Anyhow, you know, you, you want to make sure that somebody's going to take care of you if your husband dies. Somebody's going to be your friend. You know, if you were old, you don't want to be in a in a place by yourself where nobody comes to see you. So you want to make friends. You want to keep friends. Men don't think around like that. They, we think that if we're good enough at what we do, people are going to love us because they're not going to want to be able to resist this guy who can produce all these crazy results. So we don't necessarily have relationships to do that for us. Our reputation, our success does that for us. But people come around to see, you know, the Dalai Lama because he's so wise you got to come around to see the Dalai Lama, you know what I mean? So that's his form of success, his knowledge, wisdom. So, um, but when you're, when, when women are doing that, you, you use that as an opportunity to influence the people that you're speaking with. Does that sound? Um, can, like, can you say that last thing, enforce with the people you're speaking with? What was that last sentence? I said you can influence when, you, when you're hesitant and you're, waiting to hear what was on other people's minds, it gives you, it helps you to educate yourself on how to influence them to go in your direction should you decide to do that or you feel safe that they're going in the direction you want to go in. Yeah. Before you say, right, like that, right? Yeah. So, so, so even though you're hesitant, it's like it's a skill set that can work tremendously because you're listening for what's important to the other person. That's one of the landmarks. Yeah. It's kind of like, Right. So, um, you know, when we're leading introductions, we're not we're a little hesitant to give our opinion because we want to make sure our opinion lands with the person that, that we're speaking to so they can actually register. We don't want our opinions getting in the way of them doing what we want them to do, which is to register. And hopefully they want to do. Um, yeah. so it's kinda it's kinda like that. Okay. You know, it's not a it's not a um it's not something that's a a problem. It's it's you know, it's, it's something practical. Um okay. <clears throat> so in the meantime let me see. So let me finish this uh, paragraph here. So, um, you know, women do have a tendency to bend themselves out of shape to cooperate and ensure 
that their safety and security is, is, is there. But this is a tool that can give her some power by using this part of her operating system in ways that ensure that serve everyone. Listen to everyone else and speak last and bring everyone together so that everyone gets uh, what they want and they get what they, and they get what they want and why they want it. You know. So um, I think I said it in the video. Uh, in the meantime, men benefit from being candid with women because women want men to commit anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when he candidly tells her his feelings about her, <clears throat> what he wants and all that, she feels loved, honored, and taken care of. <clears throat> of course she's going to be happy with the fact that he wants her so much he can't resist her and he's going to chase her until she, he gets her. And that's part, of the, 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 that's, that's part of how he does it is by being candid. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, okay. And uh, so uh, and he'll be happy, too, because he'll feel successful since he loves someone who loves him back in exactly the ways he wants to be loved. He's over there chasing her, and he caught her. She's over there being chased, and she left to catch him. <laughs> Everybody's happy, you know. It's like, it's like fourth-grade love all over again, you know. Uh, and so that's how uh, hesitant and candid plays out. Uh, 14. Uh, anything you want to say about that? Yep. Okay, good. 14. Uh, women are mental. Men are instinctive. <laughs> this was the one that kills women, I swear, when I'm watching them. It's like crazy. Um, women think about what they think about and wonder what it means and thinks about what it means that they thought about what that meant. Then remembers that her man said something so she forgets and gets distracted by the new thought. Uh, about what she was thinking about, examines the new thought to find out what that meant, changes her mind and goes back to the original thought, then the phone rings, y'all's brain never stopped moving. <laughs> I remember when I was married my second time, and uh, we was having big time problems. So we, was, we was only married for a year and a half, but we're still friends to this day. And because mm-hmm. uh, we forgave each other and, you know, sought, uh, saw, saw plenty to respect in each other, uh, after it took us about two years of separation, I actually started really getting, oh, this person is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but there was not enough to want to get back together because our love languages, not knowing what they were at the time, our love languages were way too different. So it wasn't going to work. But, but, you know, got so much value. But anyhow, I remember like walking past her or just looking at her and starting to get tired because her brain was moving. I could feel her brain moving. It's <laughs> walking around that house. I'm like, mm-hmm. You just don't know how to stop thinking, do you? You just don't know how to stop. You don't know how to relax. And then I'm on my Facebook page, and women are like, well, what about this? What are you doing? What did he mean by this? And, you know, I don't know what he means. I don't know him yet. you got to give me more than just that question, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know how it is for you, but for most women, like, their brain is like, <laughs> like this just never stops. I wish I go to sleep. Or yeah. you're watching a movie. You can watch a movie and just sit there and just watch the movie because the movie's too engaging. But other than that, y'all trains never stop thinking, stop moving. <laughs> you have yeah, this is that I do. Um, so watching movies and um, taking like an intense fitness class mm. are like two of the things I'll do purposely to shut my mind off in the sense that like they're so engaging that you know my mind can my mind can shut off. But uh, yeah, and I have a 
I have a difficult time switching off from work. I have a difficult time, um, yeah, relaxing. It's just, yeah, there's always, um, yeah, because you're just always thinking about something. So when guys do the whole, like, you know, I'm really not thinking about anything, you know, and it's true for them, it's like we can't even fathom that because we wish we could stop thinking (laughs) and we just can't, you know. And I, I don't know, it. it's interesting because I'm just now thinking, like, is that linked to the safety and security thing? Like, you're just constantly scanning, right, for your safe and secure. Yeah, you can't turn it off, you know. It's mm-hmm. funny. Every thought is based on whether you're safe or secure or not. Your brain almost never shuts off on this issue unless you're laughing, having sex most of the time. <laughs> most mm-hmm. of the time. Or somehow just got saved. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or you found some things that work for you, you know. I should put watching movies in this list here. I should put that in there. Um, you know, and then you've got whatever your routine is that does that. Other than that, the brain is moving, 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 moving. What do they mean by that? What's that got to do with me? Do they like me? How do I get them to do what I want them to do? Will I get a call back from them? Why haven't you called me yet? These mental gyrations are probably eternal and infinite, but if it isn't, I bet it's really close. <laughs> Men, on the other hand, look for solutions to their situations and either go with experimentation, experience, research, support, or instinct. Men are basically instinctual. Men check in with their internal mechanism for guidance because they need to succeed at what they're doing. Nothing else matters, and they're out to accomplish something. They're not much real. There's not real much real thinking, but there's plenty of observation and inspection so they can better ensure they're going to succeed or can quickly change so they could take advantage of what they learn from their inspections to succeed, and nothing else matters. <laughs> so when a woman wants to share feelings about something he, she's not happy about, unless you tell him you just want him to listen to you and understand how you feel, which you should practice that. You should write that down and never forget that one. You want to share mm-hmm. your feelings? Tell him, honey, I've got to share my feelings. I just need mm-hmm. you to listen. You don't have to do anything. I'll probably even figure it out, but I just need you to listen you say that, now he knows the point of this whole conversation. And he mm-hmm. just feels it. So that's key. That's a, that's a masterfully key, important element to your relationship in your relationship. With it. So uh, when a woman wants to share her feelings, you know, she needs to let him know that um, uh, she needs him to understand how he feels. If you don't do that, he's, gonna, he's going into the mindset of fixing it. And he will offer you solutions because... If you fixed your problem, you wouldn't have nothing to talk about or feel bad about because you don't have a problem. So that's like a man think, let me help you with your problem. Because if he could fix your problem, there'd be nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he's wondering why this idea is so foreign to you because it seems so simple to him. It's just fix your problem. What the hell? <laughs> so in order to take advantage of this difference, you as a woman should either tell him that you don't want him to do anything but listen. Um, because he hasn't taken this program yet, and you have. (laughs) Have mercy on his soul, because he doesn't know that. And he's like, why wouldn't you just fix it? Uh, On his side, he needs to remember that that his woman is always about feelings first, everything else second. And if he acquires the habit of listening for what's important to her, she won't need to inform him to stop trying to fix her, since he'll realize Listening to her may be the best way to fix her situation since that's the most important thing she usually needs anyway, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, teach your guy to listen. Because okay. he ain't doing this unless you're going to send him to me. All right, next. Uh, number 15, women become, excuse me, women are unhinged and women are, and men are poised. So uh, let me say that. So for fear unhinges women. They can't seem to stop thinking about how bad things can go, and they may not be able to survive it, so they act very, very afraid and don't know how to not be that way. So think about the sudden appearance of a spider or a snake, and you've got a complete picture of what this means. One second, she's walking around doing a thing. Next moment, she's screaming and jumping to safety. You know, and it's funny because men accept that y'all can get scared in a heartbeat. Oh my God! He was right. Oh God! I can't hear Completely unhinged, <laughs> right? And and he's like, well, that's my opportunity to help her. That could be a hero here. <laughs> so we have zero issue with the fact that that's our women are zero. It's almost zero issue boring. with the fact that what? He said it's almost is is um zero issue for us that y'all get scared and jump away from snakes and scared yep. and spiders and stuff. It's our opportunity to be successful. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. scared. Don't kill her for you. I'll do it. Right? We love it, but we don't accept that men do it. Because our job is supposed to take care of you. So when you're unhinged, you know, unless it's like, um, you know, a fire or a flood in the house or like some major catastrophe that nobody could survive, unless that happens, he's, he's thinking something along the lines of, Oh, she's just a girl. That's cute. Let me take care of her. And it's like it's an adorableness. Even for immature men who are otherwise be looking at y'all like y'all stupid, you know, like men, like women do to men sometimes, even those guys accept that that's how women are. You know what I mean? It's like it's okay. Like we're okay with that. It's our opportunity to be a hero. Yeah. Okay. Right. So um, um, the spiders do that to you? Just curious. No, I mean, so you know, it's like it's a usual bug on the wall or something. I have no problem getting, uh, you know, big hairy things or you know, some huge spider. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I've even known myself to be a little unhinged myself because uh, I used to have my aunt. Um, she used to. Uh, she's a hoarder, and uh, um, she's in the hospital. She's been there for about a year now because she's she's um, physically impaired in the sense of like being able to move around. But her house was, you know, was 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 worse than a pigsty. The pigsty would be an upgrade for her. Uh, it was so bad, that, you know. I would come in there some days to help her clean up, and I could smell that she had some dead rats in there because she had live rats running around, and she called them her tenants. Uh, and the first, and the first time a rat ran across my shoe when I was sitting in his living room, I freaked out. Like, yeah, yeah, I went too. Uh, yeah, for about a second, I was like, <clears throat> like. <laughs> Like, don't even come over here. I think I think those rats had me unhinged because there was a bunch of them. And they were not mice. Mice and rats are two different sizes. You know? Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I admit that I got unhinged around rats. But, like, generally speaking, you know, men are poised. And um, and whenever I hear them, I would growl in that direction, and I wouldn't hear them from one, you know. So, uh, but they really, you know, there was, they was, there was so many of them, they were kind of, like, confident we would move around the house, you know. <laughs> Uh, which is not cool at all, you know. So, um, anyhow, um, when men get around seven, eight years old, 
The world starts telling them to man up, which is their way of saying women can get scared, but you can't. Men want to be poised anyway, but they don't really have much choice. So they fall in line and at some point their attentions take over, and they realize their way to success is to maintaining their composure under pressure. Everything they do as they grow up helps them learn how to be this way, from sports and games to the dating game where they're not allowed to show their pain if a girl rejects them or they fail in any way. They get laughed at, then exiled from the cool kids group. That's too much pressure, so they learn to maintain their poise in tough situations. What's great about that in relationships is that, excuse me, oh, my God. Bless you. Okay. Bless um, you again. Well, thank you. <laughs> so what's great about that in relationships is that men stay on guard for women, like the guards at the Royal Palace of England, while his woman gets to not worry about being scared since her knight in shining armor is somewhere protecting the turf they live on. Plus, he doesn't care that she screams with fear from something happening because he gets a chance to come over and save her, and they both be happy he saved her. So those differences work. Um, 16, women are sticklers. <laughs> Men are relaxers. Men be chilling. We're not a chillax. Y'all don't know how to chillax. Y'all sticklers. Women, when they want something, especially from a man, will be all over him until it gets done or completes the task she wants him to do. In this sense, women are sticklers. They not only stay all over him or getting it done, on getting it done, they'll also stay all over him about how to do it, when it needs to be done, by and every other detail imaginable because they're sticking with the details when it comes to what they want. Why is that? Because they need to make sure things are done right so they can feel safe and secure. Why else? <laughs> I mean, you know, I experienced you being a stickler even with me during, during the course of this program because, you know, the way you've been communicating, you know, has been around integrity. And I can hear in the background, I've got to make sure all the details are handled. I don't know if you could see that or maybe you could. I don't know. But I just want you to know that I didn't have a problem with it. I just noticed it. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, I like the way you do it because you're you're coming from principle as well as instinct, which is mm. rare. But, um, yeah, you you know, you use a stickler and, uh, and, and you should not stop. <laughs> don't stop. So, yeah, okay. so um, I just wanted to uh, so how did I um, express that to you? Um, well, a couple of times. One was when you was looking for, um, you know, the top 20 differences. Even you, you, like, you wanted – we're having this conversation because you're a stickler to make sure you're prepared for tomorrow's date. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just doing whatever it took and having me cooperate with you to do whatever it takes for you to have this. So you had this prepare you for your date was a bit of being a stickler. Okay. But I liked it. it was, I, I, I had no problem with it. Um, let me see. Um, uh, yeah, you're, you know, basically your way of doing things is to ensure. So you, you, you're coming from integrity and you're coming from, um, this, I'm not, I can't relax, it's got to get done. Like, I see both of them in there, which is fine. I mean, it's perfectly fine. I mean, like, like, you know, I don't know if this is, like, sounding like, um, you know, something's wrong or something, but this is, like, I like it. Quite frankly, I think it's cute. 
Because you're communicating your, your attention, you know? That's great, because I wasn't, um, and Rick, I, I wasn't, just when you said I was being a stickler about this particular day, I was like, oh, really, am I? So so that's helpful to, uh, uh, yeah, to hear, to hear what it is I do and say that um, has it, you know, be interpreted that way by you. So, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank no, you. It was, it was cute. It was like it was like you was letting me know how important this is for you, as opposed to just holding me accountable. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You know, and so the stickler part is this is how important this is to me, even though you don't say that because you're indirect. Well, you know, generally speaking, you're actually more direct than most women. So a lot of what I'm saying is not necessarily a normal way. But if you if you could turn off, if you had turned man mode off and you can actually just be a girl again, a lot of this would pop up, and you'd actually be kind of surprised, I believe. <laughs> I don't know when you give yourself permission to be a girl. When do you? Um, it's, a, it's a great question. Um, as I was just I was thinking earlier as we were talking about some of the different things, like just, you know, because I live on my own, um, mm. and then I feel like even some of these things, like, you know, running my own business and doing that. It, to me, it's just more of the man stuff, you know. So, so um, uh, when do I give my permission to be a girl? Um, uh, I, I'm even thinking, I'm like, oh, okay, on a date, you know. But you're still, mm-hmm. you're you're still like, um, you know, you're still on guard because you're still you're not. You're not together, so it's not like you know. You still have to get yourself home. You still have to, you know, mm-hmm. keep yourself safe. So, you still have to, you know. So, um, so until until you have the man in your life that you feel safe and secure with, and thrilled to be with, you know, you're gonna be you in particular because you're a businesswoman and an entrepreneur and a focused human being. You are going to be thinking, uh, I need to be on guard. And so you know, it's going to be hard for you to let the 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 the, the man part of you go. Yeah. Go. yeah. Yeah. So you, sure. you get settled. Until so you get settled, nah. <laughs> and you've been in it so long, you know, you probably don't even remember when the last time you wasn't. Maybe junior yeah, high school. Yeah. It's one of those two. Like I, I feel like when I when I say this, it sounds worse than how it was intended. It is actually intended to be. Um, for me, it was incredibly insightful. But when I, the the way, I, however I say it, it's just it, so. Anyway, I'll just say it. So um, the guy that I was engaged to and you know almost married, like so. I mean that was you know almost five and a half years in total. And he said something to me um, that again I found insightful. It just might sound insulting the way I share, it, but it, it wasn't wasn't taken insulting in any way. But he just said, he's like, you're not, um, what was it? It was something along like, like you're not very feminine, you know, but not like, uh, I didn't interpret it like butch, you know, like, oh, you're butch or you're, you know, whatever. But it was just one of those where as we're having this conversation, I'm, that's what's coming to mind in the sense of like, yeah, and, and I didn't feel safe and secure in that relationship and that he'd handle things. So um, so my guard didn't come down, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm I'm just thinking that there, 
they're perhaps perhaps linked. And and I don't know, like yeah, sometimes I see women and how they behave or what they do, and I'm just yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, must be nice, or I'm just like I just don't get it, or I just yeah, I've just been even in college, you know. Also, something else that pops to mind is my friend Nikki. He said to me one time, he's like, you're fiercely independent. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And um but I don't it's like I don't in in tend to run everything or be everything or whatever, but it, and then in the absence of that partnership I, I just don't know how to do it any other way. I know. I totally get it. Now I mean you know, I guess sound like a victim, but but yeah, so I agree, you know, I'm I'm with you, like in terms of more you know, Matt, like, I'll give you one more example. So I come out of yoga class yesterday, and there's a teacher manual there because they're advertising for, like, if you want to go into yoga teacher training. And I literally was having this conversation with myself in my head, like, I I think being a yoga teacher is, like, the coolest thing, and, like, that would be so great in the space that they create and but all the health benefits and the this and that. But I just have it, like, like, that's just such an unfathomable life for me to be a yoga teacher because – how do you make any money and how do you pay the bills and how would I have kids and how would I fit? Like, it's just unfathomable. So, you know, just keep going with the CEO track. You know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, so, you know, I I really want you to get that there's a side of you that you don't even know you have or haven't experienced in so long you forgot that you have it and, and, mm-hmm. and out of practice being able to use it. Yeah. Or give yourself permission to be it. So, um, you know, when you're when you finally get permission to be the girl that you really are, and that you can turn it on and turn it off, that you can be responsible for being both the girl and being the the, the tough chick, then um, you know you're gonna be a lot happier, especially when you want out somebody that gives you the freedom to be either way. Yeah. You know? Um. You know, for me, it's it's it's, it's just adorable because you're not so locked in that you're becoming a man hater because nobody's going to take care of you like you will. You're not there, mm. but, but they're all and they are there. Yeah, and so they can't trust men, so they're never going to relax. They're never going to let their hair down. They're never going to take off the man mask. You know, the man role that they wear that they play. You know, unless somebody goes completely out of their way and just runs them over with that. And I don't even know how feasible that is. Um, so I'll give you an example of what it would take to a lot of women um, that are, you know, in the same space that you are before they can let it hair now. Uh, I did the ILP in 2000, the spring of 2000. I told you about this. And I, maybe I even told you this whole thing, but I tried to quit, and they wouldn't let me. <laughs> They sent me uh, from a classroom to the next morning from, from New York to Houston. I was in Houston uh, uh, the next morning after class um, because somebody, you know, turned in some frequent flyer miles and got me out to Houston. And then when I came back, uh, you know, we were in groups. Um, and uh, the, the three people in my group was committed to me, like, you know, in the game. It particularly is one woman. Her name was Linda Whitehead. I'll never forget her. As far as I'm concerned, she saved my life. She bothered me like a super paid in the ass for five straight weeks. And she could have went 500 straight weeks if I did not cave in sooner. 
Mm-hmm. She called me. She called me every day, at a minimum of four times a day. And there was some mm-hmm. days she called me nine times. We talked nine times on some days. And um, to see if I did my homework, and see if I was assisting, and see whatever, just checking in with me. Am I doing my, my you know, formatting? Like, you know, like, ugh. And I had to pick yeah. up the phone because I'd tell her to pick up the phone because I knew if I didn't pick up the phone, she's going to die at any damn hour, you know. So, <laughs> so it was like, that sucked. Um, but anyhow, I finally decided, let me actually try this program. And then I ended up, you know, getting, Getting a, I ended up getting a, working as a, a staff member, and then I got uh, candidated, and so you know she, that was not going to happen if she didn't stay on me. And they're women mm-hmm. that going to need that kind of stick-to-itiveness, that kind of standing for her from a guy. Um, and some women are never going to get that because most people don't know how to do that. Um, but fortunately, you're not there. Yay. And you taking this program is going to prevent you from ever having to get, ever being able to be there now. Mm. So, um, uh-huh. you can see what, yeah, yeah. So she saved my life, thank God. Uh, I was actually telling everybody to take Linda Whitehead for me, you know, really. Okay. Men, on the other hand, we're like screensavers. You know, unless we needed to do something that no one else can do, we're going to chill out until we need it. <laughs> Men enjoy doing nothing, not thinking hang out playing around with their boys or in their cave. Men are a lot like firefighters because they know they're going to be have to work hard or and harder. But until then, you're gonna enjoy doing nothing. <laughs> when it's really when it's really time to do something, they'll give their all. In the meantime, men are chilling. How this can work in a relationship is by letting men relax without bothering them. And when it's time to handle life, they'll give their life for you if necessary and do it with pride. They'll also think you must really care about them because you leave them alone long enough for them to recharge their batteries and be able to take on the world again. Mm-hmm. And when they give their all, you'll be proud that your knight in shining armor is doing whatever is needed to save you and your empire. <laughs> so, you know, this is... Uh, I think I shared this rap song with you. I usually do it, uh, but I don't know if I did with you. So this guy, DMX, I'm sure you've probably heard of him as a rapper, DMX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His first song was called Rough Riders. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, I love it. like, give a dog a bone, leave him alone, and he'll come back home or something. Yes, exactly. Give a dog a bone, leave a dog alone, let a dog roam, and he'll find his way home. It's awesome, right? I'm like, <laughs> Man, that's the best coaching somebody can give away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because what happens is if you leave him alone, then all of a sudden, once he gets complete with being alone and he's recharged his batteries and he's got where he's got, all of a sudden, he remembers something. You know what he remembers? He missed you. And then he'll come back home. Wanting to hug you, kiss you, and tell you all about his life or do whatever he needs to do or do whatever you need to do. But you're giving him a chance to miss you. You're giving him the gift of missing you. So if he needs to go, all men need to go and then come back. It's like breathing for them. It's just longer inhales and longer exhales. Mm-hmm. So you give him space to go do what he want to do. And when he does it and he knows when he comes home, you're going to be happy to see him. You reward him with your happiness he will come home a lot sooner than most guys will and be happy about it because, man, my place is the best because my woman accepts me what I, like I want. 
So let him relax. And when he relax, when he's done relaxing, he's coming to take care of you because you let him relax. Mm-hmm. And you didn't punish him. Like he was no thing about it. So, so anyhow, so that's that. Uh, I'm, and I'm surprised that you actually remembered most of the, the four lines in it. You remember three to four lines? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> You're not in the rap, so how you did that? I don't know, but I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, next. Women are warriors. Y'all worry. Men are warriors. Men no stop. Women worry about many things all the time. <laughs> it's part of the safety and security issue until everything's handled. There's enough time to relax. If a woman is poor, she'll worry about the rent, food and, or for the kids, etc. If a woman is a millionaire, she may worry about how long will that money lasts or can she grow it or are there any, any men she can get with who has more so she doesn't have to worry about financial security. It applies to every area, every area of life from health issues to attending your 30th high school reunion and what will they think about how you look after all the time? <laughs> mm-hmm. Worry, 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 worry. Men worry, but not for the same reason. Men worry about being successful in every area of life, whether it be getting into a great relationship or building a new business. But the difference here is that men will become nonstop mentally and emotionally about making things happen because for them it's succeed or die. Men know that no one is coming to save them. So they either need to win and succeed or expect to be exiled for failing. They take a military mindset to accomplishing their aspirations, goals, and intentions. They may worry about it, but not enough to keep them from doing what it takes to make their visions a reality. This is one of those areas where men become doers. That's all there is to, to it. How this can contribute to your relationship is when he's in warrior mode, invite him to talk about his dreams and goals. If that doesn't work, listen for when he lets those things slip out of his mouth and be asking him questions. One of the questions that should not be asked are the following. What you thinking about? (laughs) Don't ask that. (laughs) Would you like to talk about it? Don't ask why is, him why is that? Because he don't want to talk about it, otherwise he'd be talking. It always feels like an interruption. And by the way, I promise you, if you say, what you thinking about? He's had other women ask that question, but it didn't turn out right. Mm. I promise you, he's had a woman say, would you like to talk about it? To him, it might sound like we need to talk, mm. which is... Um, Cold work. We need to talk about you because you're in trouble because you keep doing messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, nah, nah, nah. You could you you, you don't want to ask direct questions. This is a time when indirect is excellent. What you thinking about? No, no, don't ask that. Mm-hmm. Just ask. Just asking questions directly related to whatever you heard him say or know he's dealing with. You know, what would be a better question is how's that you know job coming along or. And if he don't want to talk, leave him alone. There'll be a time when he will talk, probably after it's over. Or there'll be times when a man will ask you from ask you for advice, but only after you've proven to him that you're not trying to fix him. Hmm. Men ask each other for advice without trying to fix each other. Unless they think the person is asking for advice is a loser, and then they'll try to fix him. But otherwise, we just give you advice and then trust that you're going to handle it. As a matter of fact, in this area, 
when women talk to men about stuff, they're like, how can you do that thing? You need to be able to do that thing. What they're saying is, I don't know if you can do it, and I don't trust you to do it, but I need you to do it. The conversation with her and him is completely full of doubt. Mm. When a man says, yo, why do you only do that thing? What's up with that? He's coming from, but of course you know how to do that. Why are you lying to yourself and trying to get me enrolled in your lie to yourself that you can't do it? Because I know you can do it. So when men are talking to each other, we're empowering each other. We're promoting ourselves to each other, promoting our, the, the, uh, that guy's self to himself. And we're like, of course you can do it. I've been where you're at. I know you can do it. And I know you. I know you can do it. But that's not how women come at men. Even if they use the same words, the context is different. It's like, I need you to be make me feel, feel safe and secure. I'm scared because you're not there. Whatever, right? And so what that communicates is doubt that he's going to be able to do it. Now, it's not that women cannot do that. It's just that they don't usually come from there because, you know, you're operating with your MAC operating system, you know, safety and security. But we, when we, you know, are, are giving advice or supporting, it's like, dude, come on, man. You know how to do this. Cut that out. <laughs> that's, that's our context. I wish that y'all had that. Okay, fine, you know. Whatever. Um, yeah, so um, when he trusts that you're only there for support rather than trying to tell him what to do in stickler mode, he'll hear your conversation as partnership and will welcome it even if or when he's stuck. If you come at this from any other standpoint than listening the greatness out of him, you're better off waiting or leave him alone because he'll hear your conversation as fixing him, which is not what a man wants his woman to do since she wouldn't want to fix him if she thought of him as a success. So contribute or leave him alone. Make sense? Yeah. You're good. I like it. Um, yeah, you don't have a problem asking questions and, you know, you're getting it. Awesome. All right. Uh, number 18, women are aggressive. Men are progressive. Before I start reading this, I'm going to tell you, like, my first experience of women being aggressive. I was working, I was, uh, I, I wanted to get it, uh, you know, become something in that business. So I went to this business business uh, school called Royal Business Institute. They've been out of business for decades now, but it, in the early yep. 1980s. Uh, did I tell you about uh, Royal Business Institute? No. Okay. So I went there because I wanted to get a, uh, a business administration degree and start learning about business and houses and stuff like that, right? So I went there. It was on 18th Street between 8th and 9th Avenue. And uh, was, no, see, 7th, 8th, no, 8th and 9th, yeah. Anyhow, I went there, and it turns out that it was, like, mostly women. It was, like, five women for every one guy. And a lot of those guys were nerds and jerks or maybe gay guys. So, like, I was in a minority. At the time, I was in full player mode. No, I wasn't in player mode. I was in, uh, excuse my French, but let me just, I'm going to talk to you like, once in a while, I'll talk to you like you're a guy, so I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to talk to you like you're a guy, okay? So then, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the uh, reason why I say that is because I want you to hear it and not, like, be a girl when I'm saying it. So Because otherwise you'll scare me and I won't be able to do it again. You know, not like you're scared. <laughs> you're, you're, you'll be telling me I can't, I can't, I can't relate to you like this. I'm going to talk to you like a guy because guys don't talk to women like I'm about to tell you, right? So, um, so I was in there. I wasn't in there being a player. I was in there to get some pussy. I was looking around. I said, all this pussy walking around me. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, I can't help it. 
I'm thinking, oh man, I'm talking to this woman, I'm talking to that woman. I'm like having, a, I'm having a blast. I know I can get somebody, and there's so many of them looking at me like I'm hot. Oh my god, oh my god, okay. So, <laughs> so I'm in there, and all of a sudden I started noticing that if I was talking to one woman, five of them was watching me. Mm. Oh boy. And I saw a couple of the faces when I first realized it. A couple of them were looking like, this guy's a player, this guy's a loose cannon, or this guy's out of control. I was like, oh, okay. All right, so I sat back. I started watching them. They didn't know I was watching them. I started watching them. And some of them had no interest in me whatsoever. And some of them, you know, thought I was friendly and nice. And some of them was like, man, I got to figure out how to give up and catch up with this guy. And I started noticing they was, like, positioning themselves in ways that if they was interested in me, they was going to, you know, let me know with their indirect flirting and playing with their hair and all of this stuff. And I'm like, these women are getting, trying to get me. But I never knew this before. And that's when I realized that. You know, so women will position themselves in a club in the right place so that the guy that they're interested in will notice them and find themselves irresistible. And, they'll, and the guy will think he's the one that came up to her, but really she put herself in a position for him to notice her. And all of that stuff. Y'all are good at positioning. Y'all are very aggressive. Just extremely indirect when it comes to the dating and this relationship in particular. And so, um, yeah, women are aggressive. <laughs> very, y'all are very aggressive. And uh, another time the aggressiveness shows up is when uh, life is not working and um, you need it to work. So, yo, mm-hmm. you, 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 the stickler aspect is an aspect of being aggressive. It's a reflection of it. it it would be hard for you to be a stickler if you wasn't aggressive. Mm. Does that communicate? It would be hard for women to be sticklers if we're not also aggressive. Is that what you said? Yes. Because um, you have to be aggressively making sure that the details get handled. You can't be passively sitting around with that. You gotta go, Yo, Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, I like the word committed better, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but, but, but even with the commitment, or like intent. Yeah, intent, but, but like you still have to do something. And so you could be passing notes along and being indirect. But, you know, a lot of times women would just be like, yo, <laughs> what's up? That's, that's, you know, that's aggressive, which is okay. It's okay. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, listen, everything I'm saying, I'm sharing this with you because if you know what you got and who you are, it's easier for you to actually work with it and do something with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get to your advantage, right? So, so, uh, uh, so I want to read now. Now that I said all, I want to read it. So, women want what they want, and even though they're not direct, they are aggressive. Women want their life going the way they want their life to go, and really, there's nothing that will get in the way of most women around this because women are natural leaders. Y'all can see what's coming down the pike. These solutions often before men even see the problems and are ever vigilant around making tomorrow work so they can relax, so you can relax and not worry about safety and security. Not every single woman on the planet is aggressive this way, but women are aggressive in their own way, even if it's only about taking care of her children. Men are aggressive, but they take it to another level. Men are progressive. In other words, men don't just want what they want. They want to move things forward so they don't have to worry about going for those things they already went for and achieved as much as they can given what they're committed to accomplishing. The difference between the two that women want to make sure now and tomorrow is safe and secure 
whereas men want things working such that they can be successful today and tomorrow. This means men need to make progress towards their goals and push their goals forward. Women don't think that way because the goal is safety and security. They're thinking, how much more secure can I get? Whereas men are thinking, how much more successful can I get? Women, women want to make things bigger and better. Excuse me, men want to make things bigger and better. Women want to think, make things easier, safer, more secure. The results can be the same, but the reasons behind it couldn't be more different. Okay. So you as, a, you as a CEO, you would be wanting to progressively move your company forward, but, and you know, you're a leadership-minded and you're in man mode, especially you're going to be CEO, you got to be in man mode. I don't know how you could be a CEO as a female. I'd love to see that happen, see that be successful. I don't know anybody's ever done that yet. I'm not saying it's not possible. I just ain't seen it, and I'm 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 open to seeing it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you, you just gotta you just gotta manage and lead at the same time. And women are natural leaders. Y'all can see things. It's like, you know, in some sense, not so much literally, but in 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 a small sense, men and women are like pinky in the brain. Men are pinky, y'all are the brain, <laughs> because we mostly. When relationships are healthy, we're mostly doing what you want us to do because you all have the emotional intensity, and the person with the strongest emotions is in charge of the relationship most of the time, at least as long as they have the strongest emotions, mm-hmm. right? which means that there are times when babies are in charge of the relationship because they got the strongest emotions. In fact, they always got the strongest emotions. That's why everybody kisses their butt and does what they want. <laughs> you know, they just, they just do it. And they're happy. Even thugs chill the hell out. Well, at least while around the baby, then they go back to me at thug later. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But but um, you know, men want to make things bigger and better and expand, like like taking over and expanding the empire. That's progress for a man. Mm-hmm. Women women is like I'm protecting my turf. That's aggressive, but that's not necessarily expansive. So that's the difference. Is that communication? And by the way, feel free to be expansive now if you want. You know, now you know now you've seen the difference if you want to go there. But that's just mm-hmm. like 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 you may not think that, or might not have thought that before now. You know, I don't know. What do you think about this conversation, this particular? It's it. All right, let me face it. So, turns out to women are aggressive, men are progressive, um, and it's it, men need to. Um, progress on their goals each day for the purpose of being successful and women um, need to be safe and secure so they'll um, they might achieve the same things but it's coming at it from different standpoints and then the aggressive the aggressive part I was hearing as like um, you know women will when like they set their mind to something particularly maybe in going after a man it's like positioning themselves it looks like they like did it intentionally, but it can look like they it was just a coincidence. So like when you're talking about like positioning yourself at a club or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um so when women are going to hunting mode when it comes to relationships, that's being very aggressive. Even if they don't act like do things that look aggressively, they'll sit back yeah. and you know, wait, but that's that's the that's the epitome of a woman being aggressive. <laughs> it's like, I gotta get this guy. This guy is the guy. I gotta see what I gotta do. Where's this relationship going? 
indirect aggression. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. And, and um, I think the stickler and the aggressive, I can relate more to than the lazy part. And I think when we were doing lazy first, I was thinking more of the stickler aggressive and like, wait a second, I just don't understand the lazy part, you know? Yeah, the lazy part is, well, I don't feel like doing this anymore. You don't have the space to be able to do that. You don't have the space to say, okay, honey, I'm just tired. I can't do it because there's nobody for you to say that to. Yeah. But if, you know, because because women are designed that they, y'all really can't do anything that you don't feel like doing, it's difficult to do anything you don't feel like doing. If you don't feel like doing it, you ain't doing it. You know, if you don't feel like working hard, you ain't going to work hard. Sorry, bro. My feelings ain't letting me do it, you know. Mm. Um, and that takes away from being relentless. Okay. You know, but you, you, you're you in man mode. You don't, have, you don't have the space to be able to be that way. You can't afford that. Your safety and security won't let you be that way because you don't have somebody that's got your back. Yeah. Make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the way, you know, you don't got to – how many, how many uh, ILPs did you coach? One. Okay. So did you have any women um, in, the, uh, in your, in your uh, uh, that you're coaching? Yeah, the five, three were women, two were guys. Okay. Did you see um, um, women – did you see both of them being lazy at times? The men and the women being lazy at times? Um, the men and the women being lazy at times. Um, let's see. Yeah, the men were, I just found the women were more vocal about the I don't want to, mm-hmm. whereas the men might just not have done it. Yeah, I would invite you to take a look and see, you know, the women around you, how they relate to their commitments or their desires, really. And just take a look and see what that's like. Okay. Yeah, men are men, it's funny. I think the guys probably didn't want to say anything to you because in Landmark, <laughs> actually it's just funny, you just, you know, verified it to some degree. The men are more feminine and the women are more masculine. So the women were more direct about not wanting to do it and the men were more indirect about not wanting to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then since so my guy, you'll know my guys, right? So my guys were Butch and uh, Daniel Stark. Yes. Right. So okay. <laughs> Butch still tells the story. Actually, we all went out to lunch. He was, you know, reminding me of the story, like the very first conversation him and I had. And, he was basically like, listen, Chicky, let me tell you how this is going to go, you know? <laughs> so, so I guess I could get a little, uh, I could get a little, uh, a little, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Butch was, you know, he flipped between being direct and indirect, and Daniel was mostly indirect. <laughs> he wasn't direct very much, you know, to this day. So we're, we're, in, um, we're in wisdom together. And, uh, uh, well, isn't Dan, he's in our wisdom course, yeah, yeah. Uh, not 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 Starkey, but uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, just keep an eye out for that and see what that's about, you know. Uh, and, and fortunately, we're also really on time too, so you'll be able to get this this afternoon. I got to do some editing because I got some uh, some some grammar, some typos. I got to create out of here, but uh, yeah, we'll be finished in fifteen minutes. 
So I've got two left, which is good. All right, women are lovers. Men are relators. This is extremely important. Women are lovers and men are? Relators. Men relate. Relators. Yeah. This is extremely important, particularly on the romantic side. So even if you threw away half of this stuff, this one, safety and security, single focused, relaxers, you want to hold on to those. Doers, you want to hold on to. This is one of the ones you want to hold on to, okay? Women love the idea of love, the feeling of love, the experience of love. Men love to be in love also, but they think of love is slightly different. Men need to be related to and respected by the person they're in love with. Women need to feel loved. Women need to feel loved and understood. It's different enough to cause problems when those objectives aren't achieved because they can seem so close to identical until you look at what's missing when something's missing. For example, the man would be feeling like he loves his woman completely because he can relate to her, and at least before they get into any disagreements, that she respects him. But if she doesn't feel understood by him, then his relating to her won't help because she doesn't want to be related to. She wants to be understood. She wants to be felt like he wants him to get her feelings. And he'll be wondering, what did he do wrong? Does that communicate? On the other hand, when she's trying to understand him, but he doesn't feel that she's putting herself in his shoes, doesn't know how hard it is for him to do the things he needs to do to take care of her, and then hear her safety and security issues pop up, he now feels like a failure because all he's done, all the efforts he's put in, mean nothing to her because she's complaining. And if she's complaining, it must be because he's failing to make her happy, not knowing it's all about safety and security for her and not happiness, even though she uses the word happy. <laughs> mm. so that explains that, a lot of my relationships not working, by the way, that last piece. Uh, yes. Yes. So that's why I said this one, key. And, you know, there's a reason I put it toward the end so you can hear all this other stuff and not get it confused later when I say some other stuff, like, like put this toward the end, this one and the, and the last one. Men love that women are all emotional. Men need that. It makes men more connected to our own emotions, and she becomes the safest, most enjoyable place to be because she makes men feel better when she's around us than when she's not. Men relating to women makes it easy for them to do the things they know they need to do to take care of her. Because if he was in her shoes, he'd do for himself what he's doing for her, and she feels safe, secure, and adored, just like she did when she was young and daddy took care of her. Mm-hmm. If women could put themselves in the shoes of the, men, of the men in their life, they'd fall so much more in love with them than they could ever imagine. And if men knew how much women need emotional stimulation, understanding, and to be adored, like they were when they were young and adorable, their man would be her hero and she wouldn't be able to stop being amazed by him and what he does. 
So if you know how to put yourself, if you constantly practice and, and, and then master the art of putting yourself in your man's shoes, you'd have so much less to complain about in the first place. You'd be pretty impressed on a regular mm-hmm. basis. But, see, men don't really understand emotions. So, um, you know, should you decide to do the next and last program called Happily Ever After, you will find out that um, women are in charge of the emotions of the relationship. I go through it in depth there. And um, men get lazy when it comes to romance because they think what they did last year is still true. <laughs> and I tell you, I loved you last year. Wait, it never changed. <laughs> right? But that don't work for y'all, right? So right. men do get lazy when it comes around romance because they think They've already done it, number one. And number two, they, ha- they haven't changed their feelings at all, number two. And then number three, they're too busy working for you, take, trying to take care of you to actually think about the romance. They're too busy doing. Mm-hmm. So so in order for you to have romance in your, in your relationship, unfortunately, you're accountable for that. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't tell most folks this, but women are really accountable for that. Here's why. You're already connected to your emotions, and he's not because he's too busy doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if you make him feel successful, he will be amazingly romantic because he'll be so happy that he made the right choice in choosing you that he won't be able to stop telling you and showing you how happy he is that he chose you and you still want to be with him. So you making him feel successful will make him become amazingly romantic suddenly and completely. And as long as you're not making them wrong or you get over it quickly, he won't be able to stop um, expressing his feelings for you because you keep his feelings at a heightened level. Mm. Otherwise, he'll just go back to going to work. (laughs) He's a drone until you turn him on. Wow. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things you're going to need to do to wrap them around your finger and keep them that way. It's one thing to get them there, but it's another thing to keep them there. So anyhow, so that's that. That's not, that was number 19. Anything you want to say about that? Um, it, 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 makes, it makes a lot of sense, and I hadn't seen that connection before. So um, what I hear is in, in putting yourself in his, you know, myself in his shoes um is like adding in you know compassion and like what what would what's it really like for him what would what's his view you know like like that and then he has the experience of being heard and um perhaps empathy um but at the same time they also here put acknowledgement in for the purpose of him feeling successful and then that's where he'll feel safe to express his feelings and um, be connected with me. Yep. Yep. That was pretty good. I like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Your recreation is really good. Um, yeah, so when men are dealing with each other, we relate to each other. Yeah, I can relate to what you're doing, too. Really? Yeah. Like It's kind of like this, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so how we have it is we... We connect to each other without the emotions. The emotions come after we are clearly connected. 
we don't we don't need the emotions. The emotions will come up on on their own, you know. And so you connect though on, like like woman to women, like woman to woman will connect on, like shared, something you know, like shared situations or circumstances or, um, maybe shared feelings or shared something, you know. But there's there's that emotional. The connection comes emotionally. Yes. But you're kind of saying... like it's kind of like it's kind of like enrollment, right? Like he can touch me, he's inspired by them. That 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 shows up. Is that kind of how you're describing mm-hmm. it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So with men, it's like I I I see me in you. I've been there. I walked that path. I was, I can understand why you feel the way you feel because I've walked that path before. I could I could see me in you. So I'll give you an example, like a tangible example of what I mean by that. So um, I'm in my men's organization, and we have an um, opening ritual that we say, and we take turns saying it. Uh, I enter the sacred space. I enter the sacred circle with no mask. I have chosen to share and receive the wisdom of the men of soul. Um, I stand before you, my brother, as your equal, and I will speak and express my truth. I am my brother's keeper. Uh, you are a mirror so that I may see my truth as I am a mirror so that you may see your truth. All the identities and details shared, revealed in this course shall remain within the sacredness of the circle. But uh, all the lessons understood, rooted, and fused in my being, I may take out into the world. Mm-hmm. In the spirit of my, our ancestors, forever see the shadows of our actions in the light of our deeds. I come in peace and I go in peace. This is my brother's presence. I do pledge. I shake. That's all I say. At least open up our meeting every meeting. Mm-hmm. So if you hear that, it's like we're acknowledging that we all are in run, living the same life together. And we're here to share how to have that life be better. And whether you're giving it to me or I'm giving it to you. So it's a shared experience, but at the level of doing and achieving, not at the level of emotion. Mm-hmm. So if you can relate to him at the level of doing and achieving, he will get the emotions after the fact, but you don't leave with emotions. For him, if that communicates. You said that one more time, that the piece of that don't, something before, don't lead with emotions? Yeah, we don't lead with emotions. Our emotions come out after after the conversations. Mm-hmm. Because we're all there too busy relating to each other, either successful or not successful. How do I help you be successful? Like, that's the conversation for us. And so when man is sharing about his life experiences, you know, we connect to it because we can see how our life experiences are the same way. I'm a mirror for you. You're a mirror for me. Mm-hmm. But there's no emotion in the mirror. The emotion is after all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Not, not lead by. It's bonding you know, in, in, in that kind of sense. It's like, you know, men, two men could be, you know, men could be in the, in the military and they could be in, you know, battles, you know, D-Day or, you know, whatever, right? And they survived it. They didn't do a whole lot of talking, but they survived it. They could look at each other in the eye and they could relate to each other and they'll fall in yeah. each other friends forever without even having to say anything. So they've been through it. They've seen each other at, the, at how they operated in their worst and give their best um, for, to each other and everyone else there. 
we can honor and respect their intentions, their accomplishments, their heart, all of that. And that's where the emotion comes after all of that. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that communicates? Yep. Yeah. So when a woman listens to greatness out of her man, that has him be experienced as that she relates to him, like she can see him. Not just she likes him and loves him because she loves him, but it's like, I know who you are. And that's the experience that he is looking for. You what know is that? I'm yes. oh, sorry. Okay, I'm done, I'm done. So what does that sound like? Um, what does it sound like? Um, I understand, honey, you know, that, that you know, you're giving your best. I got that. Like, mm-hmm. I understand how hard it is for you. Some version of I understand what it's like being in your shoes. Mm-hmm. Or help me understand what it's like being in your shoes. And is it is it okay to put feelings in there? Like, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I understand, you know, like, gosh, that must be, you know, scary and, and exciting all at the same time or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you don't want to take out your emotions. You just want to add in what he needs. Okay. Does that communicate? Yeah. Yeah, don't stop doing what you're doing. Just add in what he needs. That's it. Okay. Don't not be you. Just give him what give him what else he needs. Because he's going to hear it that way anyhow. But if you if you intentionally do it, he's just making it better. Mm. So, um, anyhow, so um, you know, in the interest of time, you know, for you, because I'm I'm I got a ten o'clock, but I'm, I could go to nine fifty eight. You know, here. Uh, <laughs> <and I was laughs> so I got one more number twenty. Women are praisers. Women praise. Men acknowledge. Now, you know how to acknowledge. You got trained in acknowledgement. But generally speaking, men and women, you know, operate a little differently around it. It's a slight difference, but it's enough to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So women will praise a man when she feels he deserves it. What that looks like is she'll let him know how she feels and how much she appreciates what he did. It's more personal than cheering and that she'll let him know this directly. When she does this, it leaves him with the experience of being successful, and he's likely to be deeply moved. Then, on the other hand, not don't just praise their woman, but tells her exactly what she did, how she did it, and why it was so great, whatever he's talking about with her. The difference between acknowledgement and praise is that praise is emotional, and acknowledgement is, is specifically about results. Women love being acknowledged because they don't often know or believe they're doing a good job at something. So when a man tells her how successful she is, she gains a higher sense of confidence and self-esteem in addition to feeling adored and loved. The man, when he gets praised, feels he's being acknowledged for being successful. He doesn't hear safety or security in anything anyone says unless there's a car or train wreck about to happen or just happen. Other than that, his entire life is about success, and everything that comes out of anyone's mouth is either heard as he's successful or not. And this is as an area that's no exception. So, like, you know, if a woman says, oh, uh, what do you think of this dress? Oh, I like it. That's what a guy would like to say. But we know most guys know better than to just say, oh, I like the dress. Well, what do you mean by that? Now he got to get specific. That would be 
acknowledgement. When you acknowledge somebody, you acknowledge somebody for what they say and do or the thing that had you want to speak in the first place. I acknowledge you for something. And in, but generally speaking, women don't have that as a distinction. You do. But and women, I mean, men actually like both praise and acknowledgement, so you can do however you want to go about it. I was letting you know that most men will acknowledge you. They won't necessarily praise you, but you may experience it as praise because that's how you listen to it. Mm. But they're actually being very specific about what is it they like about you or love about you. They'll tell you. Okay. So, um, okay. Cool. So, so that's that. So now, in conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, men speak and listen from success and women speak and listen from safety and security. The more you understand and realize this, the more you listen to the speaker from the point of view they have and are coming from, the better your chances of making a relationship with them work. See who they really are. Save yourself loads of pain. And basically, be happy in life than you ever could without knowing all of this stuff. Safety and security, along with success, runs the human race. Period. If you think about it, the 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 the, the, the in economic inequality, you know, taking over countries, you know, police brutality, all of this stuff is coming from success from the men's side, the need to be successful, and and and, and most men, you know, that, that are immature or haven't been trained, don't really get the world called um, win-win. It comes from the only way I can be successful is I beat everybody, which means win-lose. And that's running the planet. Can you say that again? Success is running the planet. Success, along with safety and security, is running the human race, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, women are screaming the world over that I need to feel safe and secure. So, you know, there's abortion rights, and there's women's rights, and there's this rights, and there's that rights, and there's that right, 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 right. This is great. And And they deserve it. It's like human rights. It should be that way, you know? Every human being should have, you know, health care. Every, you know, uh, um, civilized, you know, industrialized world country on the planet has it uh, except for us, right? So, you know, health care, you know, economic equ- you know, equality, you know, uh, uh, the, the middle class gets a shot at actually being the middle class and, you know, stuff like that, right? So it's a combination of safety and security to make sure everybody's taken care of, and then there's success called I need to be successful. But how am I being successful if you are too? It's like if I'm running a business, I gotta eliminate the competition, so I run, so I'm the monopoly in this business. Yeah. It, the only way I can win is if everybody losing. That's the best way for me to win. That's the biggest win I can get. Yeah. So success yeah. and safety, security is running the human race. Okay. It's almost it's behind almost everything we do because it's what's running our viewpoint. Mm-hmm. You either use it or be abused by it, but it's not going to change for you any more than the rain coming down is going to stop because you don't like the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't resist the opposite sex and how they think about it because if you do, you won't like it and they still won't change anyway. Mm-hmm. It'll be like expecting a spider to stop making webs or horses to stop running. That's just the way they were created. And I think for what I've seen, the creator had a very good idea in making human beings the way he did. So don't make him wrong. Let it be. And that's the conclusion of the top 20 differences between men and women. All right. All right. 
Wow, that was so um, thorough, in-depth, educational, insightful. Awesome. All right, cool. Awesome. So um, anything else uh, you want to say? I know um, from now on what we're going to be talking about is um, the next session is going to be uh, uh, a combination of the next three sessions are going to be a combination of how to um, recognize who the guy for you will be. And um, sorry, how to uh, recognize? How, yeah, how to recognize who the, you know guys the way they are, the, the kind of guy you need to have. So you're okay. going to be a combination of of, of qualifying men. Now, now okay. you actually now you actually have the ability to be able to qualify them. <laughs> yeah, you can you can start hearing it and being in the practice and not collapsing it and stuff that don't work. And you're also going to be learning how to wrap them around your finger. Beautiful. So I'm in. Between those, yeah, between those two things, that's where we're going now. So, uh, any last comments? I will get this to you by 6 p.m. I just want to make sure that uh, I'll get it to you before 6 p.m. But I'm saying no later than 6 p.m. tonight, because um, I want to. I, I saw so many, so many typos. I gotta, I can't send it to you like this. I gotta, okay. <laughs> I gotta clean that up. But um, anything else you want to say in conclusion and closing? Yeah. So our next, uh, our next session. Let's schedule our next session. Okay. Um, Monday, you want to do Friday. So Monday is Memorial Day. I'm uh, I'm available if you want to make that. You know, I can make Monday work. Okay. Um. All right. That's fine. But it's up to you. I mean, if if you're taking the holiday, I I totally respect that. We can we can make uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday work. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> oh, right. I work from home, so like every day is kind of kind of a holiday to me. I ain't got no <laughs> schedule, you know. So. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Um, mind if we start a little later Monday? Could we do 9 a.m.? Yeah. Oh. I'm definitely in the Session six with Tony Kells. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so nine to ten thirty, let's say. Cool. All right. We'll uh, bring my laptop with me down the shore, so uh, I can log in here. Alrighty. <laughs> Actually, I don't even have to because I can just I just do the phone anyway. Um, all right, all right, cool. I'll work that out. Awesome. All right, my dear. This is. I just fun. feel like we just keep keep peeling back layers of the onion here. This is uh, this is awesome. Yeah. And I'm uh, yeah, glad. It, it's like I could see, you know, like having had this conversation to then. It, you know, it's like taking off, you know, I related to the form, right? Like taking off to compare the glasses, different filters, you know? Yeah. So then you see it this way. Now let's have the qualifying men for you conversation. So very cool. Wow. All right. Awesome. All right. So this was successful, Tony. I just want to let you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a success. I'm a success. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, cool. And we'll uh, we'll talk at 9 a.m. Monday. Yes. All right. Thanks, Tony. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Mm-hmm.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.